It's easy to hear your face. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on. A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I'm just going to put these things on Do Not Disturb. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the series Uh, You know what to do, like what you see, what you hear, hit that subscribe button I put out three new interviews every single week So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones At iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions Or anywhere you get your podcasts from Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with And that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Zella Day about her new record, Sunday in Heaven. It's her first full length since uh, 2015's Kicker. So we're going to be uh, talking about the long journey to finishing the record, how label and legal disputes kept her from releasing music or touring for a bit, and finding her way from, as she says, sad girl music to the upbeat indie pop that we hear on this album. Uh, Zella's going to tell us about writing with John Paul White, listening to lots of mamas and papas, and writing about the contradictions of living in Hollywood as well on a few of these songs. So let's dive in. We're talking Sunday in Heaven. It's Kyle Meredith with Zella Day. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you. You've got uh, a new album called Sunday in Heaven. I think there is a bit of finally to this. The yeah. The big, big breath. Yeah. Because yeah. there's, yeah, there's been singles and there's been EPs, but it's been what, like six years since the album, right? Yeah. Yeah, it has been six years since Kicker. Six long, lonely years. (laughs) No, it's been good. It's been really, um, really enriching. You know, Um, I've I feel like I've I've lived dog years every year. You know, since getting (laughs) to where I'm at now, which is good. Um, It's going to be really liberating. To finally have this record out i'm really excited for everyone to hear it and um everyone involved has worked so hard and it's a beautiful record and i'm really proud of it so i'll co-sign on that it's a beautiful record it's a very fun record but it's <laughs> but you know it does sound like i mean and again it's not like you know you've been stagnant there has been music being released like a lot of it over the past few years but but i do feel like there is a journey to this record maybe more so than, than usual it, it, can you talk about that i mean what 
what was the the path to here? Because if if you know if folks weren't paying attention to the songs in between and only remember that last record, this is very different from that one. Yeah, it is. I mean, I I came out with an EP um, 2020 um, with Dan Auerbach, um, and it was you know a collaboration with Easy Eye Sound and and Concord, and we released that together, and it was kind of you know. I look at it now, there would have been no way to tell or, or to gauge or, or to really like prophesy that it was going to take this long. I mean, it was, it had a lot to do with like where I was with my previous um, record contract with my previous label and like some of my diehard fans, like know that narrative um, people that just like, there are people still that are just finding kicker, you know, like that's a really interesting part of how, the world works, you know, and my world, this world, our world, you know, especially with Spotify and playlisting and everything, like once it's out there, there's no really like controlling the narrative or just in what order people are receiving things. So, um, you know, and, and also COVID had a, had a big sort of impact, sort of, kind of like a small, <laughs> a small impact on um, the schedule of everything. You know, so in the meantime, I just really tried to like keep my head up and move forward and continue to release music and stay active because it really is like the least I can do. And aside from the least I can do, it's what I do. So, you know, not being able to release the record um, in its entirety until now, um, all those single releases kept me busy and, and also kept, you know, a, a hold on to sort of the, my narrative and what I'm what I'm trying to tell and sort of this like evolution from where I was six years ago to where I'm at now. Um, if you've been following along, you know, I think that each video and, and each song and, and each piece of work really um, look back at all of that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's like looking down after you've like gone on this like really fucking incredible hike in Griffith Park to the Hollywood sign and you're like it's really far up here you know <laughs> that, that sound I think is important on on this because it's such a unique uh, a lot of times playful sound I mean th there's sometimes where you do get you do get the 70s LA vibe and sometimes you get a roller skating party on a Saturday night vibe yeah like yeah what were you searching for how did you arrive to the sound you know the sound was it was kind of like pieced together um I I started writing, you know, like songs for the record. I wrote so many songs, um, so many songs, like 50, like 50 songs to try to like figure out. I mean, it just was like a really explosive time creatively, which was good. Um, it was after I got off my, my label um, with Hollywood Records and I moved to a new apartment. Um, in Los Feliz, like right at the base actually of Beachwood Canyon where you can see the Hollywood sign. And I was living with my sister. It was like very refreshing. It was just this, like the dawn of this new era. Um, and I was just penning songs in the kitchen, you know, every day. And it was a really uh, time of like real like solace. And there wasn't a lot of activity happening just because getting off the label isn't like as easy as like just sending me email <laughs> and like, I request to unsubscribe, you know, it doesn't work that way. Um, and so for a while I wasn't able to release music and I wasn't really allowed to tour either until all of those things were ironed out. And um, in the meantime, I was just writing and, and recording demos with my friend, John Vasquez. And uh, he 
was really, really instrumental, no pun intended, on really just kind of helping me um, to gather all the demos, you know, to like really just sit in the room with me. And he was living in Chino at the time. And so I was like driving down there every week in my old car with no air conditioning in the middle of summer. It would have been like, you know, 2019. And um, just making demos and being able to listen to everything back. And there was sort of, you know, there was a direction and, and a tone. Sometimes it's hard for me to objectively listen to my music. Like, I always like, oh, I like, I'm so fearful of the, of the question that I get asked all the time. I don't know why it's still so scary. It's like, how would you describe your music and I'm like that's not for me to do that's for you to do but um you know so so the demo form of the record was being made and then when when we went out to Nashville um uh you know we met up with with Jay Joyce and we we stayed in Nashville for about three weeks we had a week of pre-pro and then just one week of tracking and for a week and a half of tracking and then the rest was just mixing and then driving back to LA and the record really took on a different shape when we got on into the studio with Jay Joyce you know it kind of turned into this more dancey record that I was not expecting you know I think it's good it's it's really good like the record moves a lot more than I was making it move when I was like in Chino and John you know studio bedroom bedroom studio just like being sad girl like sad girl the one like upbeat song that I did have that I was like oh that's cool that's like got a little bit of um you know I did a cover of you sexy thing and I really love performing that song and energetically it's a really fun one and dance for love was kind of you know in that vein a little bit but everything else was more sultry and then Jay Joyce really helped kind of just pick it up and out of itself and, and sort of just bring a little more sparkle to it that I think is, it's really the perfect timing, you know, like we're able to go and see live music again. And um, I would rather be playing um, high energy music because um, I feel high energy after being you know, through this time and into this new space where I'm able to, you know, we're all able to like connect with people again. So it is sort of has this like celebratory feel to it. I mean, it's called Sunday in heaven. So <laughs> <laughs> it's got to mirror that at least somehow, right? Yeah, totally. I, I, I don't want this to seem like the only takeaway that I got from all that. But when you went to Nashville, <laughs> Did you, was it still the car without the air conditioning? Cause that's a very, I, I have one no, of those. That's a long it drive. It was a rental. It was a rental. Yeah, we couldn't do that to ourselves. This is way too far of a drive. It was fun though. It really did feel like this kind of like pilgrimage, you know, out to Nashville. And um, I love long drives, you know, really good for, for thinking. And um, when we arrived in Nashville, we were ready to make that record. Um, but we did have air conditioning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right down the road from me Nashville I've taken that drive uh, before that's, oh yeah um, that's it well, you, you like long drives that's about the longest drive you can take right there yeah you can do. You the yeah middle of the country yeah. and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest and allergies 
Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E. P-R-O-Allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Zella Day. Well, you know, in the in these songs themselves, uh, you know, the way I was saying, uh, they kind of got built up in Nashville, but they're so interesting, especially on the front half of this record where it is the more up-tempo side of it. But even like, I think my favorite song is uh, Girls. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, me it's too. like, I love, I love that song. Yeah, almost carnival-esque almost tom waits-esque in that in that yeah. style yeah. how did you how did you how did you construct girls it's a fun story that's a fun story so john paul white who um is an old friend of mine who when i was writing in nashville taking trips out to write in nashville when i was like 15 um i don't know if you're familiar with the civil wars or john paul white but so we had early writing sessions together um back in the day and then i was I felt I just felt like you know, even though I had written so many songs and demoed out so many songs for Sunday in Heaven, we had actually had kind of this like fluke writing session through Warner Chapel that they set up um, as I was at kind of like the tail end of what I thought to be like finishing. Mike, my, my record was done, and then I got on the in the room with him probably in like 2018, and it just like reignited this like I love writing with him. He's such a complex writer and so talented and you know there are just some some personalities um and collaborators that like in the room together just like 
bring out like the most raw and authentic like line of like communication like and he is always like when I was really young it was different you know and then being in the room with him years later as like I've been writing and touring and really evolving in my own career and as like a young adult the magic was like still there it just was like you know a little bit more you know fast forward 10 years pretty much but um so I we had this amazing writing session and then I was just really insistent on like getting back in the room with them and I was like I need to write songs with them I feel like um the record is not done until I do like I think we're probably um gonna write like some singles together and the record needs that so um I went out to Alabama and um wrote with him in his studio for two days and we wrote girls and golden and girls you know, it's, it's definitely got that, like, kind of, like, John Paul, like, twist to it. There's, like, that really beautiful, like, minor harmony on the girls' chorus that's just so him that I love so much. And so we wrote that song together. Um, I was listening to the Mamas and Papas a lot at that time and really just, like, um, wanted to write a song about, like, living in Hollywood Um and also, I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's a very iconic place in Hollywood called Jumbo's. It's a bikini bar. Um, and I was going and having like beers with my friends there, like just kind of like every once in a while. And it kind of was like this really like fun, like little chapter in LA of just going to the bikini bar and having Pacificos. And, um, and I was also at the time and still am like very into Bob Fosse and Cabaret, you know, the movie. So it definitely has those influences. And then with John, who, I don't know, there's something like very old world about him and the way that he crafts songs. He's very masterful. So that song just found its way with all those influences and, and people. And, and then Carla Azar, who played drums on the record, really just like sounds so good. I just had this conversation with her because we were um, rehearsing for my record release show in LA that was last week. And she pulled me aside and she's like, I got to hand it to you. And, and mostly Jay, because Jay just records drums so well and they sound so good. She was like, I'm rarely am I proud, you know, of, of recorded like drums that I record on other people's records. Like you just don't have the control that you would like to as a, as a player that comes into the room that doesn't really have any like um, final say over the way things sound. Um, but she was really happy with her performance on Girls specifically and throughout the record. It's just, she really brought like some gravitas and like real balls to Girls, so. It's such a fun song. I also like that when you said John Paul, it looked like you wanted to say it in his accent. John Paul yes, White. John Paul White. John yeah. Paul White. Yeah. He's got, you know, he's he's gothic country. He's got like a gothic country Absolutely. thing going on. And he's yeah. amazing. Shout out to John Paul. You talking about writing about Hollywood and everything. I was gonna bring up the real life uh, as well because that's uh that's that's such a fun kind of listen in on that because and and I've got the title right on that, right? It's real life. Is that the right yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the, mm -hmm. the flip on that, because obviously real life and Hollywood in the same song, you know that there's going to be a, a bit of irony that uh, that goes yeah. along. What set that one in motion yeah. for you? I was on the beach. It was like one of those, like, sometimes, sometimes they hit like that, where um, I remember my dad was visiting for the first time 
me and my sister and we took him out to um to Malibu and we it was cold so you know it's like kind of like you came to visit and we like live in this small apartment and it was like cold and rainy in LA it's just like what, what's cold in LA mean like 60s okay. you know but like windy you know like you go to the beach you know like it's cold at the beach especially in Malibu like it's a 10 degree difference from in the city but um the weather wasn't that great um but we were trying to like do as much as we could while we could while he was visiting and we were at the beach and I remember just having this kind of like ooh, this like this melody that like popped in my brain it was like a little earworm and I was like I'll bring it back you know went to the bathrooms and like not windy in there and just recorded the real life chorus and melody and then um and then the rest kind of just like fell together that song was really fun to sing I actually performed it for the first time last week and people were singing along with the chorus and they don't even know it because it's so easy <laughs> it's like a, it's a really good sing-along song um but you're right has definitely that like that irony you know it's 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 kind of this like sobering look at like oh like living the life in in Hollywood and it just I'm always so um just feels like everyone's at the mercy of Hollywood all the time you know like it truly is like it's the city of of angels like that's transient like we're like it nothing is like really that permanent unless you can if you really have your shit figured out which I don't yet you know and when I was really when I was younger and and first got signed and everything was happening like really quickly and there was just this like it was it was a thrill you know and for me and like my young brain and these being my first experiences I was like oh this is great this is like great and like not I wouldn't say easy but like definitely like luxurious you know and then I um I I kind of tapped out of that you know and things got harder and realer and a little grittier and it was kind of a different Hollywood you know it was a, like very different Hollywood and a very different relationship I had with that place which I'm really grateful to have because I you know been there for 10 years and yeah it's just kind of that song just like a hodgepodge of all the different people and experiences and in highs and lows and the fallouts and fallen you know yeah the um the darker side of Hollywood when you're on the outs of Hollywood like there are those um it's like Vegas with the lights on or you know a bar it just yeah. feels like it's one of those you know because we have that image yeah, it's of it it's weird like you can get kicked out but still be inside almost it's a very weird like I don't know I always found with that place like I have my family there like I, I live with my sister we have an apartment and um my mom lives in Long Beach and I just don't I don't think I would have been able to survive it without them really you know it can be really confusing and the family has just like really held it together for me and just being in this like I don't know we're like our own little continent you know but in continent in that place that's just felt like my safety net but yeah real life was just kind of like my first like I'm a I'm a I'm a real struggling artist now <laughs> <laughs> wow just pay your dues on the back end is one way or the other, exactly. right? Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll wrap up with this. You know, you're talking about having just so many songs. And and as I read, you know, these songs were picked because they fit together. 
do you have that thought of like what happens with the other lost dogs out there? I mean, what what else could this record have been if you'd gone with, you know, 12 or 13 different songs? I mean, those songs just weren't as good. <laughs> That's easy. Fair. Yeah, they just weren't as good. You know, I think that they're, I have this really bad habit that I'm trying to fix where when I like move on from something that I made, I, I sort of like disown it in this weird way where I'm like, oh, it's just not good. Like it just, I gotta like scrap it and try again you know I'm really trying to practice like being proud and like embracing my creative output in a way that doesn't feel destructive to myself like it's really okay to like build and some of the pieces not being perfect but the songs I mean it just would have been like a different record and just like the quality (laughs) (laughs) quality. <laughs> I I wrote some crazy shit that um maybe we'll have it today. I only bring up like maybe revisiting. I might revisit some of those things. You know, sometimes I just didn't feel totally ready. <laughs> well, I love own. the group that you have picked anyway. I mean, that's a definitely compliments to to this record, uh, Sunday in Heaven. It's again, I'll I'll say it again. It's a fun record. It's a beautiful record. It's so well constructed and has its own little adventure. It's everything I want out of an album. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. No problem. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Yeah, Kyle. Thank you. And my thanks to Zella Day. The new album is called Sunday in Heaven. Thanks to you as well for uh, checking out the episode. Uh, Before you get out, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. If you you liked what you heard on this one, I put out three new interviews every single week. A new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at all the usual spots like iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Consequence Podcast Network. You're like, yep, that's probably a good idea.
It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.